Archimax login confirmed. Welcome to the Lodge. You've accessed the LodgeCast experience. Warning, warning. Dangerous spoilers ahead. Enjoy. Hello to Matt's Movie Lodge. I am Radon Chong. I want to send love and light to you all at this time. And now, by the power vested in me, I summon the Lodge Cast. The Lodge Cast is a little podcast where we watch weird movies. So you don't have to. The Lodge Cast, baby. Episode 92, Dinesh, oh, Dinesh D'Souza's Trump Card. Hello and welcome to a very special, dark, political, swampy episode of the LodgeCast. I'm your LodgeMaster with me as always is Brother Bishki. God bless America. Brother Lucas did not want to be here tonight. He tried to play all his Loquisha Law cards, all of that shit. He cried wolf too many times. We got him here. He's stuck. He's going to watch this fucking movie. LT is here with us tonight. I am an innocent man. I am just a patsy. I need legal representation. Will someone please help me, please? Denied. Denied. And to help usher this in with a modicum of class and insight and intellect we have brother justin with us i have one of those things i'm bringing (laughs) (laughs) you gotta guess which one (laughs) i also tried to cry wolf but i cried wolf blitzer and nobody listened (laughs) (laughs) oh my god guys it's it's time once again it's that time of year for dinesh d'souza he's back with trump card trump (sighs) card Nailed it. Yes. Bishki's smile could not be brighter. He is so excited for this. The movie we have been dreading and waiting for all year long. Um, We've been on a journey with Dinesh before. Yes. What was that one called? The Death of a Nation? Death of a Nation. Can we save America a second time? And um, (laughs) Which we saw at the Universal City Walk, and the theater was mostly Russians. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Nothing weird about that at all. Episode 19 was Zach. I can't believe Zach made it through, but... He never would again. He never would again. He's done his time, but Lucas, Lucas is in the Zach seat now. And have Man. you have you seen have you seen a Dinesh joint, Lucas? Are I, you familiar I, with this guy? I, if, I must have. I mean, if I I don't remember, I mean, like I have to check my letterbox notes. But oh, you'd remember. You'd I mean, remember. Yes. I feel like I've seen some of these right wing propaganda troll farm films somewhere in the past. Like his movies are so iffy on a fact level that they are categorized in. IMDb first and foremost as docudramas. That's what we're dealing with mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. But you look at all his reviews, instantly it's 10 out of 10 out of 10. He knows what's going on. He's the only one that has the facts. We need to get the facts out. It's amazing. Justin, what's your history with Dinesh? 
You dragged me to one of his movies at yes. Burbank 16. <laughs> Hillary, Hillary's I think America. It was Hillary's America, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Hillary's America. Oh, if only we would have known what that would have ended up being like, but alas. Significantly less funny in hindsight. We were just walking out of it laughing, and I would just love to get a DeLorean and go back in time and just be oh. like, it's not funny, guys. It's not funny. <laughs> Stop laughing. <laughs> no, it's oh. it, they're they're very bad, but it, it's also just sad for our society that so many people would rather watch documentaries about real murders than yeah. they would political documentaries. Yeah. It's true. And, and I'm lumping myself into that. I'm not even that into true crime, but political docs as of late are unwatchable to me. What what Dinesh does to the format of the documentary is a true crime. He inserts himself. His ego cannot be contained by the frame of the film. He is front and center on this poster. He's going all in. This looks like the Dineshiest Dinesh joint that we've ever come into contact with. He's taking a with. chapter out of the Michael Moore school of uh, Without poli- a doubt. political activism. Yeah, and I think... A lot of people forget how much of a man of the people Michael Moore was. Probably still is, but I mean, once you hit a certain level of success, you're painted as a an elite, no matter how many dirty trucker hats you wear. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> but he started out as like a guy criticizing the Clinton administration, essentially. Sure. Like anyone yeah. in power who was not helping out the little guy. And, and that's think, the main difference, Yeah. That is a big difference. But it also, I think your perspective just gets skewed no matter what. Like his documentaries in the last few years have been significantly less interesting, I think. And maybe that's just because we're getting 24-hour news and we're all just tired of it. Well, Fahrenheit 11.9, when he has a formidable foe like Roger in Roger and Me and Donald Trump in Fahrenheit 11.9, George W. Bush in Fahrenheit 9.11... That's when his rubber really hits the road and he's you can you can feel his direct anger into your soul and it and it hits. But yeah. Dinesh as the right wing Michael Moore, I mean, it's not really fair to Michael Moore. Dinesh just he will bend himself into a pretzel to make Donald Trump seem like the be all end all second coming of Christ because he got pardoned by him. That's the whole undercurrent mm-hmm. of all this propaganda is yeah. Trump pardoned this filmmaker slash felon. Yeah, he knowingly did something illegal and then whined about getting caught. And now he is sucking Trump's ball sack in film after film, and it is embarrassing to watch. But, you know, we're supposed to go in with love and light with these things. So maybe he's turned a new leaf over. I don't oh, know. I don't know. No, I don't think no. so. I, I, I smell a grifter when I see a grifter. And honestly, I think I read some hot take, takedown piece on him in the last year or two where someone was like, oh, it's a business for him. You know, he's, he's a businessman. Right. He needs to it's like, like Ann Coulter. Yeah. Who he dated, by the way. Oh, who he God. dated. Oh, my God. <laughs> that says so much about both of them. But it I mean... He's got, you know, a monthly nut, just like we all do, like a mortgage, a credit card bill, car payment, cell phone, internet. Like, he's got to pay for that, right? You got to, like, write checks and have your business manager debit those accounts and balance the books. And in order to do that, you need cash. You need liquidity. And clearly, he's found this niche, like this, 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 like, right-wing 
it's like faith-based films for churches, except for, you know, QAnon like assholes. And yeah, I don't think yeah. he really truly believes it because it's so half-assed and so just like half shit out of his own ass. Like he's cutting it in his lap, like on on Final Cut while his like, you know, wife makes him dinner. Like I can <laughs> I can totally visualize like how this gets put together. And it's just like the bare minimum of product that he can put a package on and sell to like the lowest common denominator. Like, yeah, and it's it's it and it's works. It's number one on iTunes right now. Yes, it, is, it has been reviewed by zero people so on Rotten Tomatoes. Nobody is touching this film as a critic. That's how <laughs> that's how that's how uh, toxic it is. We're bravely marching forth. Yeah, once in a while we can knowingly go into something with zero love and light. Yeah. I, yeah. Just, just be honest about it, you know? I mean, after yeah. three yeah. woofs in a row, because we didn't talk about 2016 Obama's America. That was another one he did in 2012. <laughs> but <laughs> after three woofs in a row, you get no more love and light, Dinesh. We're coming to rip you to shreds. That's all it is. I love the permission to have no love and no light. <laughs> Let's lock and load, gentlemen, and march into this fucking annihilation zone of yes. propaganda and deep state swampery. Okay, before we watch, though, how many times does he bring up Abraham Lincoln? I'm saying at least five. Yeah. I'm saying 25. I think that's a good guess. I also <laughs> anticipate at least 45 minutes of Antifa footage, at least. Of oh. course. And and his wife got a big musical number in the last one that just yes. stopped the, the movie cold, and she got to sing her song. She's a I'm producer sure on this, so I expect again. a full dance number. We're already treading into that weird pornography fetish category of genre with, with that bit of information. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you guys hit yourselves during these, right? I'm not the only yeah. one. It's like oh, a, yeah. just a oh, leather yeah. strap that I flail myself with. Pounding a yeah, beer yeah. as we speak. Yeah. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Flog away. Flog away, gentlemen. And God, pray for us. We'll let you know what we saw on the other side. It's Trump card. No love, no light. <laughs> <laughs> Make America great again. Back to the time we remember. Holy shit. Oh, Holy shit. <laughs> Lucas, are you still alive? I'm Talk alive. Talk to us, Lucas. I'm alive. Oh, my God. 
you guys, I am really upset because I already turned in my ballot and this movie completely <laughs> changed my mind. I'm furious. Oh my god. Well, Good. my my brain's about to burst. My head is throbbing, but before we unpack it, unload it and get into it. What's that shot? From Rotten Tomatoes. Filmmaker Dinesh D'Souza examines the ideas of socialism and the state of politics in America, period. That's it. That's it. That's probably the best part of this movie is the brevity of the schnapps. <laughs> oh. Yeah, nobody nobody reads. Nobody's a reader <laughs> who's in the market for this kind of drivel. I just have to start by saying this is such an impressionistic, random diarrhea spatter of propaganda that there is no way that we can cover this in any sort of way that makes sense because he jumps around so much. You can't pin him down. It's like the Ben Shapiro style of shitty discourse. Is if you yeah. go fast enough and if you keep moving, nobody can ever call you on your bullshit because you're on... To the next three things by the time they can even hear you. I call it Fox News word salad. You just you just throwing out words that piss people off. AOC, Green New Deal, Ilan Omar. You know, <laughs> and we need to find out if there's some dragons lurking in that Fox oh, News is. word salad. There be dragons. I think there might be. But let's start at the very beginning. A very very shitty place to start. With that D apostrophe logo for Dinesh D'Souza film productions, it's like it's like pure flicks or quality flicks, but it's Dinesh flicks. He's he's, he's just as narcissistic as Trump because before the movie even starts, his name appears on screen no less than six or seven times like in the <laughs> credits, like yeah. Tyler Perry or you know somebody where it's just like. Craft Service by Dinesh D'Souza. And there's D'Souza's all over the credits, too. There's his wife and his daughter, and we'll get to them. Yeah. But the movie begins with a reenactment of a torture session, which I thought was interesting. It's kind of mysterious. And you kind of know where he's going with it. You know that the socialist scourge is being drilled into this man's brain. But on screen, it says this movie is based on a book United States of Socialism by Dinesh D'Souza. And that is a recurring theme throughout this movie. Everybody, everybody's got a book to plug. Mm -hmm. And they plug the shit out of everybody's book. Like, everybody interviewed in this movie wrote a fucking book. Even his daughter wrote a book. <laughs> and he's got his daughter in a lengthy interview. Just, just a quick survey. Can you guys stomach political books anymore? I read quite a bit of them in my 20s, and I fucking can't. I just can't anymore. Only like some of the tell-alls, like uh, Fire and Fury was a pretty good one and some of those. But like any anyone that's just like Michael Moore, like new book or something like that, like I can't, I don't do those no more. As much as I like Michael Moore, I think he came out with a book that was just letters from soldiers or something. And the cover was him like delicately handling this folded up American flag. Yes. Will they and ever even trust I was us like, again? Yeah. Oh my God, Michael, fuck <laughs> off with this. Like, I love you, but what, what is this? Well, this movie sees Dinesh delicately handling his EMAC as he searches the internet for about 50% of the footage. We just see him <laughs> looking through articles about socialism and while he's on his computer, and it's just wall-to-wall -wall Dinesh Vio as well, which is in itself a hilarious art form. 
but he gets a call from Trump. He's dramatizing his own pardon, basically. He's getting a call from Trump, and it's a Trump impersonator saying, Dinesh. It's like a comedy Trump impersonator. Yeah. Yes. I, I was completely activated at that point. Yeah. Because oh the Trump, my God. the flattering Trump impersonator is indistinguishable from the people who are trying to make fun of Trump. Yes, we've reached that singularity point where he is his own parody. Parody has ceased to exist at this point because of Trump. And this impersonator is basically like, Dinesh, I've heard great things about what you're doing, and I plan to pardon you tomorrow. And then Dinesh is trying to show his acting chops, and he's like, oh, thank you, Mr. President. I really appreciate that. Like, people are taking this as fact. How many people that pay good money to rent this movie, how many people are going to think that that's Donald Trump calling, that that's a Trump cameo? Yeah. Well, what's hilarious, too, is... I could tell they only paid that guy for half a day because he <laughs> he lost steam. Like, he, yeah. he, you could tell it was right before lunch towards the end of that run because he was, oh he was talking God. slower. He had no low energy. So slow. And it's like, sorry, man, you only get half a day on this one. Yeah, he was a pretty lousy impressionist, even for a comedic Trump. LT, what were you thinking when you got that Trump phone call? I just thought, uh, here we go, you know, the Dinesh show. Um, <laughs> I just thought we were right on track where we were supposed to be. And like, you know, he didn't he didn't mention Abraham Lincoln. He he cast an actor, Don Taylor, to portray Abraham Lincoln. Oh my god. Oh which, my which god, like the Lincoln footage. Bookends the doc kind of, but also is interspliced throughout with like Lincoln taking a train ride from I guess, Illinois or wherever to D.C. They use all the footage they got of that fucking train ride. Oh, my God. that That's their big spin. That's the same Lincoln in Death of a Nation, too. I'm pretty sure. Absolutely. He, he doesn't Absolutely. look like Lincoln at all. He's the guy that Dinesh talked into being the face of bad faith Lincoln arguments throughout all of his documentaries. Mm-hmm. On an optimistic note, he might be moving on to Ronald Reagan. There was yes. there was a passing of the torch to nonstop Lincoln talk to to Reagan. I think that's that's the new jam for Dinesh. There's more than a few quote unquote badass montages of Reagan talking tough that I, I think you're right, Justin. I think we're gonna get some Reagan impersonators next, and we're gonna get we're gonna go deep into the Reagan mythology, unless something comes up after Trump that that uh, something shiny that gets his attention. But this kind of kicks off this free jazz kind of exploration of all of Dinesh's complaints. And there is no rhyme or reason. Like the connective tissue between his topics is so tenuous. It's almost like watching an acrobat, like a really shitty regional Cirque du Soleil, (laughs) where you're like, your eyebrows raised, and you're like, whoa, that was a segue. That was a segue right there. Congrats, Dinesh. You did that double backflip, and it was unsteady, but you landed it. He puts these chapter headings, which are probably the chapter headings of his book, and there's like 20 of them. (laughs) Without a doubt. And and that's an easy way to segue into this next topic. And he goes through all these Trump officials who pled guilty and were convicted of crimes. 
And he says they're all framed, including Dinesh himself. Dinesh himself was a victim of the deep state. Everything's a conspiracy. Everybody who has been convicted, who is a supporter of Trump, was clearly framed by the swamp and the deep state and Hunter Biden. He's assuming that Bernie was going to win the primary, too. And just when Bernie didn't win, he's just like, well, fuck it. I'm just going to stay the course. I'm going to make my movie anyway. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Biden doesn't really even factor in till close to the end when they talk about Hunter Biden, because you are required by law to mention Hunter Biden in your (laughs) conservative documentary. We know all paths are leading to Hunter, but what a twisty, windy path it is. Like, he does break things into sort of chunks. Like, he has a chunk about African Americans and Trump. He has a chunk about Latinos and Trump. And with each of these sections, he interviews these bootlickers who, if you're on Twitter and you look under any of Trump's tweets, these are all the people that are the first comment under his tweets that no matter what it is, Trump could be like, you know, I ate my own shit today and it tasted great. They'd be like, yes, Mr. Trump, we support this. <laughs> yeah. That's that's what all of these interview subjects are. Yeah. And so they have an African-American conservative stand-up comedian. Yes. Who, Terrence Williams. Terrence K. Williams. Because he says he likes Trump, then that's the African-American vote all wrapped up. Good job, Dinesh. There's a part where he says, next stop, women. <laughs> <laughs> And that's when he moves into the abortion debate and has his own daughter on plugging her anti-abortion book. And she's totally lying, too. She's, like, spewing, like, outright lies. Like, a a woman can go into dilation and they can kill her baby still. It's like, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. The the lies of just, like, how the left is just obsessed with late-term abortion and just wants to kill babies, like— after they're born. It's like, if your kid doesn't make it to kindergarten by the time they're five, they will kill it and like (laughs) skin it, you know? (laughs) And he's also, he introduces these very strange period 80s vignettes where Trump gives money to a homeless man and they dub in the same impersonator Mm -hmm. as he walks away giving dialogue about donating to this to this homeless man nothing is real in this you can't trust anything well and what was really bizarre about that bit is that he was making a point that donald trump was heavily in debt at the time yes. that he gave that guy a dollar so yes. i don't know exactly what the hell his point is like if these conservative talking points are going to keep perpetuating that the Republicans are the party of pick yourself up by your bootstraps. Stop running rich kids that were handed everything. Yeah. Yeah, Mitt Romney, George W. Bush, Donald Trump all inherited their money. Trump was given like, 400 it's such million. A fake talking point. Dinesh dodges all of those hypocrisies like Neo with the bullet time bullets, mm-hmm. and he will never acknowledge any of it. But it is so blatantly thudding over your head, obvious. And this movie switches into some of the shittiest animation that I've seen. Like Oof. documentaries, you know, they, they cut corners sometimes on their animation. But this, this was shitty animation, boringly covering Trump's terrible business ideas, but framing them 
sort of like their successes, but not even really. And then slathering this shitty, like, New York success stock music over the whole thing. And all of that stuff coming together made me pour a drink. I actually drank... Well, I watch this, and I don't. Yeah. I don't drink alcohol usually, but I had to at this point. I had to at a certain point. Yeah, we were like fifteen minutes in. Yeah, I I went and got a beer. I had some drinks. Holy shit! Yeah, th- this this runtime was pretty rough. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was ending with the Lincoln train into the oh, into the yeah. steam, and I was like, yes, and then it like kept nope. going. I was like, wait, 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 yeah. and then like five more minutes and. It was like nine more minutes, but I was like, shit, like, how could you not end on the image of the train? Like, I don't know. No, yeah. he doesn't know where to end it. And on a section for virtue signaling and gay and lesbians, this is a quote. We've had gays, lesbians, and bisexuals for centuries. What's new is that this has now become an ideology. What the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> Dinesh, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Oh, my God. And then he interviews a gay conservative, Scott Pressler, who's one of those bootlickers who's right under Trump's tweets every single time. I see him. I see him. Dude goes around and cleans up trash and thinks he's a god. All right. I don't know who this guy is, but full disclosure, can he come to my neighborhood? Because they ain't wrong about (laughs) cities being full of trash. (laughs) <laughs> yes, he's yeah. picking up trash, but he's got some trash of his own that he's going to drop there in its place. And this movie is just chock-a-block full of these guys who they just worship Trump. And that is yeah. that is the bottom line. That is your prerequisite for getting into this movie. Yeah, and we're, we're talking about this being like Fox News word salad, which is completely right on. And I, I'm being very serious when I say this. If we have to do another one of these... We're playing word salad bingo. Yes, yeah. We have to do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. A shot of Sean Penn, Susan Sarandon, Saul Alinsky, Green New Deal, Deep State, Green New Deal. Yeah. AOC. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So Dinesh moves right along to the dangers of radical Islam. Oof, this is one of the grossest parts, but. This is some bad shit. He interviews a guy named Muhammad Tahidi who calls Ilan Omar ISIS with lipstick. What's your take on her? Fundamentalist, extremist, Islamist, jihadi ideology, a threat to national security, ISIS with lipstick. That interview seemed completely fake. Like it was, the dude- Totally se- fake. The dude seemed like Borat, like that- He, he seemed like, like Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah. Complete my notes too. Like this is a Jewish comedian who's- having a laugh at Dinesh's expense. Yeah. It really feels that way. And Dinesh making allegations against Omar about alleged campaign finance impropriety is extra rich considering that's what Dinesh was fucking convicted of. Yeah, exactly. You fucking asshole. Look at yourself in the mirror. (laughs) What the fuck are you talking about? That's It's madness. And you're putting that in your documentary. (laughs) And the guy says her weakness is, quote, money and sex. Yeah. Yes, and he moves right along. Moving right along. Moves right along. We're not going to elaborate that on that at all. 
And this whole section has aged especially poorly in light of the Taliban officially endorsing Trump in the last <laughs> couple of days. Well, yeah. and the supposed deep state investigation of all of the Hillary's emails and all that nonsense uh, ended today with no convictions. Yes, no convictions. Republican-led investigation, no convictions. Let's talk about Scandinavia briefly because he did touch on like, Okay, so the left, with their idea of socialism, says what it wants, what Scandinavia wants, you know, which is yes, which is uh, universal health care and whatever, and it's exactly what we want. But but then Dinesh denounces that in about a minute time, just kind of saying no. Actually, <laughs> what they want is Venezuela, and then we go into this big Venezuelan section. Yeah, I was ready for that because he teases it early. In the movies, like they mention Scandinavia and then moves right on. And I'm like, Yeah, it's like, why even mention it, Dinesh? Just say we want Venezuela. That's what you know you want to get. Yeah. To. And he's like, These countries are actually capitalist. I'm like, No shit. That's what we're trying to say. Yeah. You're not <laughs> listening. They're still capitalist countries with social programs. Exactly. And once we get down to Venezuela, coincidentally, Dinesh's wife is from Venezuela. So we cut to her and her friend having fun at a gun range. <laughs> and then we swing wildly into Second Amendment talk. Oh, oh my God. I did not oh know it was going to The curveballs, you don't know where they're coming from. You're just like... <laughs> You're just like, we're talking about Venezuela, and then we're into gun control all of a sudden. Like, yeah. An ominous shot of a high school hallway where you see the lockers. You know your soul's about to be hurt. We know Parkland, this Parkland school shooting is coming, but... He does cut to Biden at a, at a certain point that made me laugh because, you know, anytime he cuts to a liberal of any stripe, it'll just be a very brief soundbite. He's in and out. And he's like, Joe Biden used to be a strong supporter of gun rights. And they just cut to Joe Biden from some archive clip saying, buy a shotgun. Buy a shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> And then we get the ominous hallway, we got the Parkland school shooting, and he has the father on of one of the victims who is pimping another book. And they advocate for faculty having more guns in schools, which, great, Dinesh. That's the root cause. That's the root cause, Dinesh, if, if all the teachers would have been armed. Some dark shit. Way to think it through, Dinesh. Why, if you're the party that supports the police... If that's going to be your stance, why show and talk about the cop who didn't do anything to stop the right. shooting? Multiple cops. It's yeah. very confusing. He was, too, to he was too close to retirement. He didn't want to die. He knew he would die because he didn't have enough firepower, you know? You didn't need this to pad your runtime to mention that a cop acted in a cowardly manner. Well, but that was his connective tissue to get to, well, what if somebody inside the school was trained with guns? What if the gym teacher had a gun? Like, he will cut off his nose despite his face. He will ruin some other point to segue into a new point because he knows whoever is renting this is buzzed to the hilt on beer and or wine. And they're just letting it all wash over them like a propaganda sludge. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't fucking matter. It's just another night of Fox News, man. It's just, mm, yes. So I got, <laughs> I got a smile on my face when I saw the establishing shot of Dinesh going to a strip club. <laughs> yes. And man, that joy did not last long. Call it out. Call oh it out. Call God. it for what it is. Boys, we got a major salad drinking <laughs> on our hands here. Hey, it's a dragon attack. 
the Salad Dragon. A scene in a movie that is so bizarre, baffling, or transcendent that it instantly justifies the price of admission. Or Reese Witherspoon's leafy transformation in A Wrinkle in Time. It's a dragon attack. Oh, boy. This dragon rolled around in mud for about a half hour before oh. taking to the skies and flying. The most vile salad dragon I've ever oh. encountered. Oh. Man, all I can think about were like the old ladies, you know, that get busted into these things that are like, yeah, old Fox News, you know, demographic, and they're watching this doc and they see Abraham Lincoln, they see all these diverse <laughs> people, you know, and you're like, yeah, yeah. And then this is like maybe an hour in, a little over an hour in, and we get to this segment. <laughs> Holy oh shit. my God. This is National Enquirer shit. So Dinesh is in the strip club interviewing a man named Larry Sinclair. And this man <laughs> claims <laughs> to have back in the day before ben Obama was. Been in a limousine. Yes. Back in the day in a limousine with. Pre-presidential Barack Hussein Obama, he was partying it up. He's partying it up with drugs and says he performed oral sex on Obama in the limousine while Obama smoked crack cocaine. Now, time and out. <laughs> Did any of us know about this before we saw this in the doc? Because no. I didn't. Because I didn't. Because no. I was Absolutely like, not. what Absolutely the not. fuck is this guy talking about? I was blindsided. About? I was blindsided by this. I, at first, I thought that was a joke because it was so yes, re, like I've like so out of left field. I was like, "What? It's out of control." Yes, yeah. and then I realized, no, this guy's for real, and he's for real. But there, there's an overarching strategy to this. But the details, Larry Sinclair says that after he went public, Bo Biden had him arrested. And he claims another man who had intimate an intimate relationship with Obama was killed, and the murder was never solved. He was shot point blank in his apartment or something. <laughs> and all the while, there's this like stock X Files esque music bed in the background that's like we're uncovering some sort of alien mystery. And you better believe that Larry Motherfucking Sinclair has a book to sell, and that book is titled. Barack Obama and Larry Sinclair, cocaine, sex, lies, and murder? Question mark. <laughs> I kept waiting for Dinesh D'Souza to, to tell Larry, uh, yeah, but you just thought he looked like Obama. <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah, you know, you're just waiting for that. Well, like, I mean, how did you know it was Obama? There was never like any corroboration or proof. It was just no. like, no, it was Obama. No. Like, I told the limo driver, hey. Do you know where I could have a good time? Like I know just the guy. So you're just me, Obama. And we're in the back of the limo, and I'm drinking, and he's smoking, and my hand goes on his leg. Yes. And then I was performing oral sex on him. We started drinking. I started snorting. He started smoking. I actually put my hand on his knee and started to rub up his thigh. And I performed oral sex on Barack Obama. The hand on the leg. What? Oh. Correct me if I'm wrong, but Obama came back for seconds the day next day. He came back yeah. for seconds. Oh, no, the next no, no. He's a knock at my door, and I and I open the door, and there's Obama. The following day, I actually get a knock on my hotel room door, only to find Barack Obama standing in front of it. He had actually come back for seconds. I performed oral sex on him in the hotel room at the Comfort Inn and Suites in Gurney, Illinois. 
Oh my god. So but 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 the strategy of this outlandish interview is that he moves right on to Stormy Daniels, the Stormy Daniels affair, and he equates that, which is documented, there was hush money paid, he equates that with Larry Sinclair's flight of fancy, as if to say, fake news abounds, who can you trust anymore? And he throws up his arms. And it's really strange because it's <laughs> unnecessary. Like, yeah. just to just to throw old Dinesh a bone, I don't disagree with him that our response to the Stormy Daniels story was despicable. I was so disappointed in how we treated this woman like a hero. She knowingly had sex with a married man and then took hush money. That's not a fucking hero. Let's not have her on talk shows. Like, it's sensationalized and it's funny because she's a porn star, but rolling out the red carpet like she's some sort of savior and then dragging her piece of shit lawyer into the, <laughs> you know, into Future this Future President Michael well. Avenatti. Yeah, this like, we're so desperate for a hero to take down Trump that we just let we are. the floodgates open and it's just Michael Cohen too. Awful. He's a hero. He's a yeah. hero. He's one of the scummiest like, dudes on earth, but like, he has the goods. people. <laughs> so that's that's all you get, Dinesh. We'll throw Dinesh that dirty bone, but then we'll take it right back because he then moves on to the deep state. George Papadopoulos Ooh. is interviewed, who, again, pled guilty and was convicted of lying to the FBI about his connections with Russian agents. And you know Papadopoulos has a book. It's called Deep State Target, How I Got Caught in the Crosshairs of the Plot to Bring Down President Trump. <laughs> That's the name of a book. His wife is there for some reason. I thought She's she Russian. was like a Russian agent. She was like yeah. vou vouching for him. But I was like, where is she from? Like Georgia? Like Belarus? And then finally we get to, I guess, the moment that some people have all been waiting for. They go through the entire Biden family tree talking about any sort of corruption that uh, may waft across its branches. And I'm still struck that pretty much all the Trump campaign has on Biden as far as like scandals is this shaky barisma salary thing. Like, that's it. That's all they have. That's what they hang their entire coat of arms on. And it's just not enough. And it's not, yeah. for damn sure, it's not exciting enough to move any needles in your docudrama. I zoned out completely during this part. I was just like, <laughs> yeah. You can't help but zone out. I long for the days of Roger Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, oh my God. It's so, it's just so boring. But he covers it anyway. And you can tell even Dinesh finds it kind of boring. You know, like he doesn't really dwell on it. He moves on. He knows he needs to have it in here. But he moves directly on to relitigating the case of the baker refusing to make a gay wedding cake. <laughs> and we just keep on fucking moving. Ugh. The rest of the runtime, I basically consider to be a grease trap for all of his extra shit that he didn't have time for earlier. Yeah, we finally get to Antifa, which I thought we were going to see a lot more of. Bishki gets his Antifa section. I kind of understand, <laughs> like, he probably had this movie, like, almost finished, like, probably, like, six yep. months ago. Before, like, uh, like yep. while coronavirus was just getting started. 
And then he's like editing it and he's completing it. And he's like, oh shit, now the like, Antifa in Portland and all this stuff is going yep. down nationwide with coronavirus. Like he's got to include everything. It feels tacked on. Yeah. He has uh, pseudo journalistic shit starter Andy No on to help him conclude that Antifa are in fact the direct descendants of Nazi brown shirts. <laughs> So we we blew the lid off of that, folks. So then we go back to the torture session from the beginning, and we realize that they are, in fact, doing an extended dramatization of George Orwell's 1984, where the state insists that two plus two equals five. And again, he's completely and hilariously missing the irony that Trump will quite literally tell you that it's a sunny day out when it's clearly raining. He will never see this. He will no. never see the irony that he is clearly laying out for everybody. Well, and it's it's the same people who accuse Democrats of constantly playing the victim card. And Absolutely. then you're showing someone literally being tortured for their political views. <laughs> And this is also where the movie got very meta because I was keeping account of how many times he said Lincoln. Yes. And it was four at the time. Four. And I was like, wait, did I miss one? And then he said it again, then it was five. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, what does the state want me to think? Was it four times or five times? <laughs> well, Dinesh blows all that out of the water anyway because the next segment is all about Lincoln on the train. He is padding this runtime with this Lincoln train footage. Oh. He has exterior shots of the train. Interior, he's got Lincoln praying on the train. He's got Lincoln thinking on the train. You know, it's his wife singing America the Beautiful, and it's just... This weird minor key America the Beautiful, yeah. like you would put on some horror trailer. It's such a nightmare. And it's just ushering us into Civil War II. I mean, it's just a nightmare. Yeah. I watched this movie with a train enthusiast who <laughs> knew immediately that that was the train that Lincoln was carted around on after he died. So yes. that spoiled the big twist for me. Thanks, wife. Where Lincoln <laughs> died? Yeah, spoiler yeah. alert. <laughs> This is a quote from Dinesh that ends this Lincoln segment. Lincoln died defending the American dream against slavery. What price are we willing to pay to protect our American dream against the new form of slavery that is socialism? You think it's over. The train takes off into the mist. Disappears into the mist. Oh, I wish it was over. But then we're hit with that sweet, sweet double dragon. Double dragon! And it's a quick one. It's a quick one. Oh. Blinking, you'll miss it. But there's a reenactment that purports to be the early 90s yeah. of Trump partying in a, in a limo. <laughs> Bishki, what, what did you see happen in this? I just saw he's in a limo partying it up with some, some ladies and... And men. Not and, the real Trump. This is an actor playing Trump. Oh, and Marla Maples, don't forget. Yeah, Marla <laughs> right. was probably in the mix. But uh, but then he jumps out of a limo to break up a fight that this like there's a mugging. There's a mugging, a mugging that, he, okay. that he stops in progress. Like a superhero. The whole time you see him going out to stop this mugging, and this voice of the reenactor is just like, Stop the limo. I gotta get out. I gotta go help this guy. 
Like, what? This is this is the music is swelling. Like, this is the end of your movie, and this is what you're putting in there. Hey, this you were this guy with a baseball bat. He's on the ground. That's not fair. <laughs> what, what, at this point, why not just make it like an action scene where Trump like does a roundhouse kick? Like, you may as well. Swayze you and may Roadhouse. as well. Like, just just do it. It do, it doesn't matter. There's so many little mini montages where like Trump is is rattling through all of his stupid nicknames he has for people but there's like chugging guitars like this is some sort of badass behavior like everything he does is framed as like the ultimate badass so why not make him a literal superhero trump himself wanted to exit walter reed and rip open his shirt and have a superman logo on his shirt so we're close to it in real life why not dinesh we so narrowly avoided that being reality. That would have officially broken the simulation. Yeah. When Trump ripped open his shirt to reveal the Superman logo, everything would have went white. And yep. you would have just heard a voice going, simulation complete. And none yes. of us would fucking be surprised. We'd be nope. like, oh, thank God. It's oh, over. it was all fake. It's complete. Unplug me. Oh, my God. Well, speaking of unplugging, the train finally chugs to a stop with Trump giving a sleepy speech about America and Jesus and the best being yet to come. And then we're out. I thought it was funny that Trump got COVID and like could have potentially died before the release. So it would have been even funnier if it ended on that note, but I guess he's still alive. I don't know if you guys were already checked out at this point, but there's some stock footage towards the end. And one of the shots is particularly inspiring. It's stock footage of a kid running towards the edge of a cliff with some makeshift like <laughs> cardboard glider on his back. I noted that, yeah. <laughs> this kid is going to jump to his death, but because yes. he believes in Trump, it's going to be just fine. And I thought that was a perfect note to go out on yeah. for this movie. All right, let's go to them dirty, dirty Dinesh Bones. Oh, my God. Well, Lucas, we're happy to have you here tonight. You you seem to be in relatively good spirits, and I'm truly curious to see how hard you woof this film. Let's go for it. It's crazy. Uh, I never yeah, thought I'd be watching this type of movie because it's definitely not made for me. It's like the right wing propaganda arm and uh, he's pandering to his audience, like throw the fish a seal or seal a fish. Like you'll get them to applaud and clap. Like once, yeah, I got to like George <laughs> Papadopoulos, like justifying his treason and how he was entrapment. They got him to lie. Basically, it's like, oh, my God, how did we uh, how did we get here? It's just like. How did we get to this utopia? What if we didn't yeah, deserve it's this? So brutal. <laughs> it's so brutal. Um, especially with COVID nineteen, it's like so convenient for yeah Dinesh not to have any kind of epilogue or amendment to to the release. <laughs> yeah, he's just gonna squeak it by. But like yeah, earlier this week I I heard that Facebook is gonna stop promoting content that is about Holocaust denying, and it's like they're because right. they, did, they did like a research survey. And like a quarter of the people surveyed like had their doubts about the Holocaust right. in some way, shape or form. And it's like a quarter is like so way, fucking scary, way too many people. And it's like, oh, man. And yeah, and I think like, yeah, even today, 
the New York Post or someone was like floating some bogus voter fraud scam story, you know, and like it's just like, oh, man, like the media is to bl- like partly to blame, you know, for for giving validity or, or acknowledgement to these voices. And it's like half the time it's just like total utter lies and, and garbage coming from the right, at least and just how like, they vilify like any smart woman like. You know, uh, yeah. Alexandra or Ortez uh, Corti- Cort- uh, Os- Cortese, Alexandra Cortese. But yeah, I, <laughs> I was, I was, I, I was just so tuned out for most of it until the guy was like, and then I started performing fellatio on Obama, and I was like, <laughs> wait a minute, like what? And then I was like, all right, there's the salad dragon, and and then yeah, the like Trump back dramatis- online. The Trump dramatizations were, yeah, these little garnishes where I was like, Jesus, it's like he's he's hoping Trump calls him again to be like, Dinesh, I saw your, you know, your latest movie and it was even better than the first. Trump um, doesn't have the attention span for the first three minutes of this. No, he already re- he already tweeted how great it was, but he never saw any a minute. Of he it. never saw it. But it's funny, like watching those George Orwell, like torture scenes, because it made me think, like, if I put Dinesh and Trump in a room together with like a knife and said, I'm locking you guys in here. <laughs> and, you know, in one hour, I'll unlock the door. I'm pretty sure like Trump would pick up the knife and just kill Dinesh to get out of the room like earlier, you know, like, I, I mean, oh, 100%. Dinesh has been locked up. You saw that footage. That's there true. Were, He's tough. There were scary minorities looking yeah, tough and arguing house. in prison. A quick note on that. Dinesh recycles the same dramatization of his trial from Death of a Nation. It's the exact same footage. Mm-hmm. It's a reenactment of his trial that a lot of people, again, a lot of people who watch this will think it's footage from his actual trial. It's not. <laughs> he is creating it for his movie. Docudrama. Docudrama. Prove it, libtard. I can't prove it. I'm a libtard. Go on. No, no, but that's it. I, I'm pretty much done. I got to give this a woof. This this is definitely woof. not, this is not something that woof. anyone should see. Your neighbor's vacation videos are more engaging or entertaining. And like, I just, yeah, the one thing I didn't know was this crazy person claiming to have had sex with Obama. And it's like, wow, like, I didn't realize. We got to read that book. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't realize people were this ill. You know. I hope he has an audio book. That's a woof from LT, brother Justin. You've been brewing up a hot take. What is it? Well, let me ask you this, gents. On a technical <laughs> level, is this any worse than a film called The Devil and Father Amort mm, ooh, by? Ooh. by Revered filmmaker William Friedkin, master oh. filmmaker. Oh, you're bringing up the Amorth line. Why which you got to put me in? Two why you got to put me in this situation where I, where on I a gave technical two level is this worse? The Orwell no. torture scene. No, it's not worse little, on a little technical bit of production level. value. You're trying to bump my bones up here. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm just being a, a provocateur, okay. guys. He's just it's planting seeds. He's it's a seeds. woof. Come on. Woof. Woof from Justin. Yeah. From I mean, Justin. I mean there, here's the thing. There's an argument to be had. This Anything that has to do with politics, it's not monolithic for anyone. No one's right. all in on the dumb 
party platform that none of us would agree with 100%, right? So there's cracks in however you vote. So there's an argument to be had about socialism, about American exceptionalism, about victimhood, all this shit. It's there. But this is so devoid of anything meaningful. Yeah, this ain't it, chief, as they say. No, it certainly isn't. I mean... (laughs) I mean, the Larry Sinclair shit, the Parkland shooting (laughs) bit. I mean, there was a stretch there where I was like, he's saying we're turning into an Islamic country and then Obama's getting a beach while he's smoking crack. (laughs) And by the time that was done, I was like, oh shit, we're, this is about socialism. I fucking forgot socialism for a while. You forget, you forget. So yeah, I mean, when you have... Things like this in a film that are so devoid of, you know, intellectual and any kind of merit whatsoever, really. It's a woof. It's a woof. It's got to be. It's a goddamn You're, you're woof. putting garbage into the world and you yep. will not be rewarded for it. I, I mean, financially, he'll probably make some money. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, Dinesh says in this film that capitalism creates empathy. Well, what was also weird is he there was a quote towards the end of it where he was like, Donald Trump didn't create all this chaos and division. This chaos and division created him. Yeah, like a monster. I'm like, yeah, he certainly amplified this to a degree that I don't think anyone anticipated. I mean, it's beyond parody how bad things have gotten in that regard because of him. But what the hell exactly is your point here? He's admitting that his God is a stitched together trash monster. Like, why are you putting that in your documentary, dude? <laughs> You're dunking on yourself. Yeah, Dinesh very confusing. dunks on himself. That's what he does. Yes. But only certain people can see it, apparently. So, Bishki... Bring us your three-bone explanation of, of this film. Dinesh Dunkdan D'Souza. We, we, I, <laughs> we, I'm glad we mentioned that towards the end here because I was like, <laughs> the movie's called Trump Card. How much is this really going to be about Trump? Very, very right. little is about Trump. Yeah, Trump daddy gets, gets a few patriotic montages, but there's, <laughs> at this point in the Trump era, very little to defend. You know, we go through all the issues, but Trump's rarely mentioned. Um, yeah. And Trump and coronavirus is just never mentioned. And Biden is barely mentioned until his little section. And it's mostly about <laughs> Bernie and AOC and Omar. But anyway, it's just wild, feverish, fear-mongering. It's going to get a few more people to vote for Trump. And, you think um, so? Just a few, but he, he means like literally three. Yeah, yeah. But in the end, <laughs> in the final analysis, this Uh-oh. gets the first, very first official Finn Woof Hard. It's a Woof Hard. <laughs> Finn oh. Woof Hard defined oh. it for us, and. <laughs> And Finn's got a podcast, if you look for it. I just found it recently. Um, But uh, Finn, Wolf, Hard, Dinesh, you've done it four times in a row. Congrats. I couldn't give any love and light to anything in this film. Um, It is just vile, disgusting garbage. But anyway. Just just so we're all clear on the rules here, a Finn, Wolf, Hard... (laughs) 
isn't like a turkey in bowling where you have to get four, you have to get three strikes and then it's not no. crowned. No, yeah, we haven't. No, we haven't come no. up with the rules of the Finn Wolfhard exactly yet. This is a bold new rating. We just knew it was coming. It sounded like the the subway punch card, where if you get enough woofs, you <laughs> you get the woof. I feel like Travolta should be a Finn Wolfhard because he, he's yeah, definitely oh had a he's, he's had yeah. a, a big streak in the last couple of years. We still got to work out the lore of the Finn Wolfhard. <laughs> yeah, Dinesh has had quite a run, and if twenty twenty two whatever is the United States exists. We will cover his <laughs> next film at the midterms. Yeah, we will. But uh, on, to, on to you, Lodge Master. Well, I think I've said my piece. I think I've made it clear. And I am more than happy to jump into this Finn Wolfhard fever. I think a Finn Wolfhard is if we all give it a woof. That's a Finn Wolfhard. Well, yeah, I think yeah, we yeah. nailed it. Yeah, okay. That's that's good. That's good. So we all gave it a woof. It's a Finn Wolfhard. Yeah. And... <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we figured that out. And uh, you know, it it's it's dangerous garbage for anybody who puts it in front of their eyes, us included, because you know, we can't get this time back. We got mentally assaulted by this thing. But, you know, I want to move on briefly because there is a little thing called a presidential election next week. And uh, much like the Oscars that probably won't be happening the way we're used to this year, I want predictions. What's going to happen, Master, boys? Lodge Master, you're reading my mind. I had this. This was the last thing on my thing. It says, hey, guys, <laughs> what are your predictions for the election? Tap that like button. Smash subscribe. Hit us up in the comments oh. and leave a five-star review. Find out what we think on our Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, for me, Fisky, what do you oh, think? Shit. I'll give it a start. Tuesday, November 3rd, Trump is undoubtedly declaring victory without the ballots all being counted. That's just obvious. True. Um, we get weeks of social unrest and chaos before Justice Amy Coney Barrett casts the deciding vote in Biden versus Trump and shuts down the ballot counting. We get four more years yep. of Donald Trump and this nation is going to burn to the ground. I hope it's not the truth, but that's my prediction for the Oscars and the election this year. Can I ditto that? That's what that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> so yeah. I think I have to I have to ditto you on that, sir. Okay. Anybody have any love and light? I'm gonna say Biden wins the popular vote by seven million, but narrowly loses the electoral college. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that could happen too. Brother Lucas, what's the final word on this? I I have the love and light for for Biden. I think it's gonna be a landslide, like biggest in history and uh trump and all his minions are gonna just like go up in a, a covid like flame flash and yeah amy <laughs> covid barrett like she's yeah gonna probably get confirmed or whatever but uh hopefully we can we can fight back fairly uh at a later juncture <laughs> Stirring words from Brother Lucas, and God, I I hope you're right, man. I, I I hope I hope we somehow pull through this. I hope that Dinesh doesn't fail upwards and uh, become part of the cabinet anytime soon. We got to remember that that line from uh, Tarantino's script of Natural Born Killers: "Love beats the demon." You know, love beats the demon. So love, love we got to love mm -hmm. and light. We got to do some love and light here. Some major, major love and light. I want to believe. 
On the upside, if Dinesh is in the cabinet for Trump term two, he's not going to make any more shit-ass movies. Yeah. No, he'll, he'll be making <laughs> propaganda for the state well, that we'll all be forced to watch on every I'm, channel. To be fair, I, I think his fingers have been all over every single ad I've seen for Trump in the last four years. Like, Dinesh is working for the state already. His stink permeates all barriers. But Lucas, I like your love and light. Let's focus on that as we enter into this crazy, crazy time in history. It's going to be a bumpy flight. Love and light at the end of the tunnel. See you on the other side. Oh, God. Love and light, y'all. Love and light. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Lodgecast. This is Brother Zach. I heard through a little birdie that we're making predictions about the election. Now, I had to call in. I had to bring the love and light. And I've got some first-hand intel. I've been making phone calls to Georgia. I've been making phone calls to Iowa. I've been making phone calls to Arizona. We've got to flip these seats. We've got to get these votes. And I've got good news. And I'm going to tell you, the Lodgemaster doesn't like hearing about polling. But between the polling and between my anecdotal phone calls, I'm feeling good. So I'm going to make a few predictions. I'm going to say that the House is staying with the Democrats. I'm going to say with the Senate, we need four and net four seats to get rid of Mitch McConnell. And I think we're going to do it then, the White House. And I want to make a, I want to make a proposal. If I'm right and Joe Biden wins, the Lodge cast does not review another D'Souza production for four years. It's a four-year ban, if I'm right. If I'm wrong and Trump wins re-election and woe is us, I will review with you every disaster production for the eternity of the Lodgecast. That's my bargain. What do you think? I think we're going to win. But if I'm wrong, then then woe is all of us. And, and certainly me, because I don't think I could handle another disaster film, uh, let alone all of the disaster films. But that's how confident I am right now. Feeling good, guys. Love and light. It's a wolf. It's a goddamn wolf.